What is up, Wholesale 2 Million family? We're back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview, obviously in front of me. Um, I don't know if you guys get to see him yet or not, um, but I just want you guys, man, he looks like he's barely legal, man. He's, just, <laughs> he's 18, made his first wholesale deal for 3G. I'm going to have him share with you guys kind of his stories, how he got into wholesaling, how he closed his first deal. Um, you know, the reason why I do this is typically, it's mostly for motivation and inspiration for those of you who are trying to hustle and grind to get your first deal, because we know the first one is always the hardest. And then after that, you know, it doesn't get easier, man, because to trying to scale up and trying to get more deal close, you got to put system, you got to put team in place, you got to continue marketing and continue that hustle. So you guys, if this video add any value to you, please do me some love. Show my guests and myself some love. Boom, smash the thumbs up. If you're new to the channel, welcome to the Wholesale to Million family. We are the doer and not just the talker. So make sure you, boom, smash that subscribe button. Turn on the bell notification so when I upload a new video or when I go live, you get notified. But no further ado, help me welcome my man, my young man, Carter. What's going on, player? What's up? Thanks for having me. Dude, thank you so much, man, for, for coming on and make this an inspiration to a lot of the young people out there, man, because I get a lot of young young people, man, follow me on TikTok at 18, 19, 17, you know, trying to get their first deal and, and trying to get into the game, man. So this is going to be um, this is gonna be huge, bro. Yeah. So, Carter, for those that don't know a little bit about your story, man, tell us a little bit about your stories. Um, so I, I want to know uh, the whole thing, man, the dirt. Yeah, so I just, you know, started wholesaling in May, um, about four months ago, and um, my family actually just moved um, here to Northern Arizona about a year ago now. So I really, I knew I wanted to get into real estate somehow, and I kind of just stumbled across wholesaling, you know, doing, watching bigger pocket stuff and noticed yeah. a wholesaling video. And I'm like, man, I can do this with no money. Like, that's kind of cool. So I kind of got into it and... I just kind of started rocking and rolling from there. I mean, I, I, I've, I've been pretty blessed to be able to speak with people on the phone. So that really wasn't a, a too big of a, like a hurdle to go over for me. Mm. Uh, so I just, I jumped right on it and I, I, I love it. Like I love everything about it and it, it's going really good so far. Good for you, bro. Now, Carter, let me ask you, do, uh, do you finish uh, high school? Yeah. Yep. I just graduated this year. Nice, bro. Are you going to go to college? I did have a golf scholarship uh, to go play down in Phoenix at a school, but I've been, I've been thinking a little different with the whole coronavirus and my mind kind of shifted a little bit. So I think I'm not going to go down this fall. I'm going to, I'm going to just keep grinding with the wholesaling thing and see where it takes me. Cool, man. Okay. So now let's talk about, um, um, so Carter, before, before we talk about your first, um, wholesale deal, bro, have you closed any more after that? Cause, cause you just recently start back in May. In May of yep. 2020, right? Yep, four months ago. Bro, dude, you know in Arizona, it's an extremely competitive market. Exactly. You've got to be pounding the phones every day. So, dude, having you on, bro, will, will eliminate all the excuse of everyone else that, oh, you know what, man, well, what if I look too young? They don't take me serious. I'm in a market that are saturated, too competitive, yap, 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 yap. So. Yep. Carter, let's talk about let's talk about your first um, wholesale deal, bro. Um, share with me what list what list you cold call and all that, bro. Yeah, so I've closed four deals now so far. So my first one was it was back in May. I think I closed like June third or so. Um, it was a 
it was a pre foreclosure list that I got from an agent. I just saw a video saying you can get those type of lists from agents. So yep. I reached out to a local agent. I said, Hey, do you have a pre foreclosure list? Um, I got it. Um, I just had my 605 area code, which is my South Dakota number. So I started calling, nobody was answering that, you know? So I ended up getting like a mojo number to start dialing. So I was just hand dialing from my phone, a pre foreclosure list. Um, I came across a property in Camp Verde. It's about an hour, hour and a half away from here, a little mobile home going through pre foreclosure. And it was a young family and they really needed out. So I really wanted to find a solution for them. So it was a lot of negotiating. It was a lot of mistakes. Um, I agreed to 110, then I was down to 95. I was at the verge, like I would have to cancel on them. So it was, it was really tight deal. I ended up buying it for 95 and um, selling it for 98. So it was, um, it was really tight, but it showed that this business works and it gave me a lot of hope and I've loved it ever since, you know? So, oh, dude, now, um, Carter, let me ask you, dude. So your, your, your first deal was for 3K. Yeah. And uh, what's your second one? Second deal was um, 20K. Uh, what's your third one? Uh, 17K. Dang, what's your fourth one, bro? 22,500. <laughs> and Carter, how long have you been doing this, bro? Four months. Boom, drop the mic. <laughs> bro, that's insane, bro. Dude, you know when I first started, dude, it took me six months to do my first deal. Wow. So that shows you guys, man, gee, Carter, 18 hustling bro i love it so, yeah so now carter have you okay so you got the list pre-foreclosure when you so have do you ever go out and meet the seller and see the property yeah so this first one the the camp verde one um i did end up going down there because i needed to show it to a buyer um, hmm. but my problem was i locked it up you know without seeing it and i yep. just kind of went off the zillow photos and the Zillow photos were a lot different than the actual photos, you know, like there wasn't no carport, the chimney was busted and on Zillow, it looked all nice. So it was, that was definitely like something like maybe I should go check them out, you know, a little bit, but no, I mean, I don't really go unless I really like need to, or, you know, I, I want to go look at it. I mean, I don't really have a problem with going and looking at the property. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think I build enough rapport and I, if I talk, you know, certain and not so raspy or, you yeah. know, uneasy they'll believe me even though i'm young you know so you just got to be really certain and confident and mm. i mean I'm, I'm i'm talking serious with them so i mean they're willing to do deals with me you know so and sometimes my dad along too because he wants to go look at properties too because he's an investor too so he likes he likes the idea of finding those deals uh first too nice bro see for those of you who are um you know who fix and flip I mean, wholesaling is kind of like, it's kind of like that bottom where you start to know how to find good discounted deals. So if you do fix and flip, if you know how to find good deals, you don't have to buy from other wholesaler and your profit can be a lot bigger. So Carter, you started in May, bro. Like, are you, did you discover wholesaling in May or did you discover before that and, and educate yourself and then execute in May? Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was a, along that like end of April, May. Like, okay. like three or four weeks where I was really, really like YouTube and hard and reading a lot of books and stuff like that. I was like really going hard at it. And I just, I, I jumped into it right away. I think that was like the best thing for me mm. is I didn't get caught up in, oh, I need to learn all this before I start. I really just went at it and I picked up the phone right away. And I think that's probably why I got my deal, you know, so quick. So 
I just took action right away because that's all I was seeing, you know, with Brent Daniels, you, all those other guys, like, just go at it, you know, take action. And, that, and that's what I did. So, bro, 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 dude, I'm so glad that, um, I'm so glad that I, uh, you say that because I think a lot of people, when they get into the game, obviously there's a lot to learn, right? But they are procrastinator and they are the one that wants everything to get everything figured out. But you got to understand, you're not going to have everything figured out. And dude, just exactly what you said, dude, you just have to go at it. You know, most people are trying to figure out the system, the program, getting the team, getting, you know, all kind of lists and, and, and everything like that. But what they should have been doing is freaking go pull a list just like what you did and just freaking pound the phone, dude. Exactly. Right? That's all it's it is. Not, what's that? That's all it is. Yeah, man. So you got the, so how big was the list, bro? Pre-foreclosure list? Um... I can't even remember. I think it was like maybe like 120 addresses. I mean, it wasn't off very of, big. Off of 120, you're able to get a deal? I was. I was. I was. You got to be, be uh, pretty good on the phone, bro. Yeah. And, and then my second deal, it was only 56 addresses. And I ended up getting that 20K deal. It was a four unit here in Prescott. It was a multifamily list. So it's a, it, it's a little tight, you know, around here because there's not like I think like the county is like 250,000 people. So, I mean, it's, I mean, it's good size, but it's not like crazy big, you know? So you kind of got to be good on the phone, you know, got to work your ways in and out. So you have to, bro. See, uh, the thing is a lot of people ask me, so Kong, you know, how big of a list should I call until I get a deal? Well, dude, how do I know how good you are on the phone, dude? You know, so C Carter, he calls 50 some people. He get a deal for you, maybe 5,000 people. I don't know, dude. For some people, dude, I talked to this one guy. He went through, he, he literally calls almost 7,000 people until he gets a deal. You got to understand, you know, so it really depends on your communication, your negotiating skill with the sellers. Some of you are weak, so you need to call a lot more people. Some of you are really good where you don't need to cost much. You know, the conversion rate is really different. But one thing that I can tell you, man, been in this business for nine, for nine years, dude. It's not about the mark, you know, people, yes, it's good to know that, that the next cutting edge for the marketing so you can get ahead. But I'm telling you, that doesn't separate you from the other investor. What separates you and what you can get deals under contract, but, a bit, but also big spread is how you talk and how you negotiate. That yeah, is and, go ahead, bro. Yeah. And a big thing, um, you know, for me was I, I was really caught up right away. Like, oh, I need to get in the direct mail. I need a cold call. I need to you know, do the Google ads. I need to do all this type of marketing, you know? And I listened to this podcast, I think it was on wholesaling Inc. Of if you can focus on one thing, mm. one, you know, type of marketing, either it's you, if you're cold calling, go all in. If it's direct mail, go all in until you get some deals and move on to the next. So that was like really, really helpful. I'm like, yeah, like that's good. Like right now I'm just going to cold call, text a little bit and see how it goes. I just don't want to I think a lot of people overflow themselves and like, oh man, this business is so complicated. If when you really just break it down, um, just focus on one thing and just kind of go from there. Don't make it, don't make it complicated because this business is very simple. You just got to put in the work. Dude, um, you made a really good point there, bro. Because a lot people, what they do is dude, I've seen people like, you got to understand every single thing works. The question is, do you work? You know, like they, they watch an interview saw me with you and you're like, oh, I made money from cold calling. Guess what they're going to do, dude? They're going to try cold calling for 30 days. 
then they watch another you know podcast if someone said hey i get i made this much from direct mail they went and dab in direct mail you know it's like a little dab here yeah. a little dab there but they never commit and stay consistent on one thing yep but one thing i can share with you guys is right now we're doing a lot of uh text messaging and cold calling hard and I think cold calling is probably the cheapest conversion rate that I know of because that's the quickest way you can get in front of a seller is cold calling. Direct mail, you, you mail it out, you still have to wait for them to call you and all that. So to me, yep. cold calling, I mean, for those of you, if you're afraid to cold call, I mean, there's other ways around it, but I'm telling you, if you are afraid to cold call, you need, you just gotta do it. Because yeah. to, like I said, that is the quickest way for you to get in front of a motivated seller. Yep. Totally so, agree. so now Carter, so, so when you, on your first deal, bro, did you go, did you go out and meet the seller at all? Yeah, I, um, it was late in the process. Like I said, um, I got it locked up and everything and I put it on Craigslist. I put it on Facebook marketplace, um, yep. just to try to get attention. Cause I didn't have a buyer's list, you know, at the time. Mm. But I knew if I could lock up a good deal, I'd be able to sell it. Um, so I, I, I bought, I blasted it out there and um, I ended up going down there to show it to a couple that wanted to meet at the property. So I went down there. They were literally teaching me the, the bad things about it. So I'm like, oh man, this what? ain't good. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I didn't really know too much. Like, where's the septic? Where, how's that? Blah, blah, oh, yeah. blah. Like, I didn't know all those terms. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sorry. Anyway, then I get another call. Um, it's a, he was a local investor in that area and he wanted to come look and he came, he was a little more interested and, um, you know, he, he gave me, he, he said, oh, let me call you in the morning. So I was like, Oh man, please. You know, this is when I had it like at one ten, and I was going to uh -huh. like at one fifteen. I think I was just totally honest with them. Like, Hey, I got it locked up for this amount. I just want to make some money, you know? And, um, he gave me a call the next morning. He's like, sorry, I ain't going to do it. And before I actually left the property and renegotiated down to 95. So I told him, I'm like, Hey, you know, can, can, um, you go any lower? And he's like, it'd have to be under a hundred. So I'm like, well, 98 work. And he said, yeah. So that's kind of how it, the negotiating all that came about. So. Oh, bro. Gotcha, dude. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Carter. So you, you initially locked this property under contract with the seller for 110. Yep. You never met the seller, right? You never met the seller at the time of, of once you lock it. So you lock it up on a contract over the phone. Yep. Okay. So you lock it up on the contract over the phone. And what was the estimated repair, bro? Um, I think I found like a new one for like 185, but I don't, I don't even know. Like maybe I figured like 20 to 30 grand into it. Gotcha. Um, okay. Like I so, said, so, this, I was such a newbie. Like I didn't, I, I didn't, I don't, I don't even think I estimated a repair cost. <laughs> <laughs> so now, bro, uh, so what was the ARV? Um, probably like 150. Okay. So, so the ARV was 150 and, and ha so you, so, so you went ahead and just lock it up on a contract for 110. Didn't know what the repair was. Figure that, Hey, it's worth 150. If I lock it for 110, that's what, uh, $40,000 uh, off Yeah. that it should be good to go. Now that I think about it, I was a little fearless back then. <laughs> Yeah, good for you, man. Okay, hold on, bro. So you lock it up for one ten, and how long do you lock it up for? Um, I think I put like a thirty day close. Um, so I think I locked it up. I think it was like probably like two and a half weeks. Um, so it was a, no, so not, not two and a half, probably like a 
probably like two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, wait. So two weeks closing or 30 days closing? 30 day closing. I've had it two locked weeks. up about two weeks and haven't sold it yet. Oh, uh, okay. So, so basically, originally, you lock it up with the seller for 30 days. So you tell them, hey, we can buy this property and we can close it in 30 days. Yeah. Okay. So you found a buy within two weeks. Yeah. And I can tell you, man, this is, this is, this is buyer here is probably, is, is he, is he or she a savvy investor? Um, the buyer that bought it? Yeah. Um, I don't know if they do too much investing. They're actually, yeah. a, I think just a rich couple down there that yeah. they want to buy a rental. Yeah. So it was, it kind of worked out well in that sense. Yeah. Good, man. So now my question to you is what can we, what can you get in rent on this property? Oh, do you know what it can rent for? Maybe like eight fifty. Okay, so it can rent for eight fifty. Okay, it can rent for eight fifty, and um. But I mean, it, course, it needed a lot of work, you know. So. Really, like, like to get it to to get it to get it to able to rent. I mean, they were living in it already, but I mean, it wasn't like the best condition, you know. So like. Right. Like I said, probably like 20, 30 grand. Okay. But honestly, so, this is like such a, like I said, I didn't really have an idea what I was doing. So I didn't even go into all that. So I'm actually sure. kind of revisiting it right now. <laughs> hey, you know what, man? You made it happen, bro. That's all that matters, dude. Yep, Money's in the bank, dude. I was, so, I was able to help them out and, yeah. you know, make some money and they can go on their way because no one wants to have a foreclosure record on their, on their record. Oh, absolutely. Oh, dude, absolutely, man. I mean, dude, my, my first deal, bro, dude, I made, I made even way more m mistake, bro. So, yeah. okay, bro. So it needs about 20, about 20 K to repair. So this, so the, the, the buyer that was going to buy this, he's, he, he's going to keep it as a rental, right? Yeah. Yep. Got it. So it can rent for about eight fifty, Dude. So this is a retail buyer. So he bought it for 98. So you renegotiate. Okay. So Carter, let's talk about this, bro. So when you, um, I don't know when you do interview with other people, I don't know if they do this or not, but this is typically that what I like to do is to, to be able to help out, you know, the viewer, people that are watching this. I want to give you guys just not just the, I want to see how I can really help you out, you know, just to make, just for fu uh, future deals. Uh, so you know what you need to do. So the yeah. buyer went out there for 110. He went out there and he looked at the property and he told you he couldn't do 110. Yeah, it was 115. He couldn't do because I got it locked up. For oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. So he couldn't do it for 115. And then, yep. and, then, and then you start dropping numbers. Yeah, I renegotiated with them because I realized I was too high. Sure. 95. Um, and they owned about 90 on it. So they were able to, to take about five. Cause I wanted to give him some money, you know? So sure. I'm like, well, if I can get about five grand and um, they can just move on, you know, they were going to move in with his mother anyway in that, in that town. So I like, just move on if I could do that. And they're like, yeah, you know, whatever. I mean, it's either that or foreclosure. So right. I got it down to 95. Gotcha, bro. Gotcha. And, and the reason why I asked this is that, um, is that for those of you who's watching, when you when you either negotiating with the seller or with the buyers, you always want to position yourself and ask the other person. So let's just say if Carter, if, if that was if that was me, if I was in Carter's position and Carter was the buyer, 
I would ask Carter, I would say, hey, listen, listen, we want to work with you, we want to make this work for you and for us and for the seller as well. Where do you think, where do you think you need to be in price for, for you to move forward to actually buy and close on this property? Yeah. So, so that's how I would position it and let the other person tell you what they, what they would pay for it. And then at that time you can go and then start uh, negotiating. Yeah, for sure. Okay, man. So um, Carter, uh, let me see, bro. So man, what, what I like to know from you is, um, what I like to know from you is, is there any earnest money that you have to put down? I just did a hundred bucks. Um, I, that's just kind of what I started with. Now I do 500 and if they want higher, then I'll go higher. But I, um, I don't want to, you know, get too ahead of myself and put up a bunch, but honestly, I don't even think I've had to put earnest money down yet because they've never asked for it. Right. Now, so Carter, when you, when you talk to the seller and when you lock it up in a contract, did you mention the earnest money? Did the seller mention it? They were so motivated just to get yeah. out of there. They were, no, no. I just sent them the contract. They signed it and I had to try to sell it. So it was really quick like that. Um, it was kind of a blur, you know, it was just like, this isn't even wholesale. This is like messy bunch, you know what I'm dealing with. So, yeah, well, dude, the reason why, the reason why I point that out, cause a lot of people get stuck on that. They're like, dude, I, I don't have, I don't have to earn this money. Dude, the earnest money can be $1 and you know, it can be $1, can be $10. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, dude, when you deal directly with the homeowner, with the seller, 99% of the time, they don't even bring up the whole earnest, right? Uh, uh, deposit. So what I'm telling you is, dude, a lot of times it's, it's, it's what's in here that is stopping you. Uh, you, you if, if you don't bring it up, the seller's not going to bring it up. So, yeah. and, and the thing is, my thing for you, Carter, dude, we, we, we put on, in our contract, dude, 250. I now, I, I now move it down to even 150. Wow. Dude, the, 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 Carter, the reason why is that if it's never even, you know, if it's never even the seller concern, why, why would you put so much, so much more money at risk? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the thing is a lot of, a lot of time what I do, bro, let's just say that, let's just say I lock it up on a contract and it end up didn't work out with the seller and you know and the seller been working with us they're, they're they've been easy they've been super nice but but we have done everything we can and, and just can't make the deal work and just to just to make everything good dude sometimes we just tell the seller hey we're just going to release uh, the earnest money deposit to you because most seller will assume that hey um you know when you don't move forward with buying the property you know it, it like typically what it is as a buyer you get your earnest money back but yep. I, I did it just to cost, just to make sure that I don't cost any hard feeling. So I just release it to them. And, but you know, to us, 150, uh, it's nothing, but imagine, yeah. you know, so, so I'm saying that it's because you don't need to tie it up and put 500 bucks or a thousand bucks if you don't need to, bro. Yeah. It will make the seller feel better if you end up canceling the contract and release that earnest money to them and they get 150 or 200 where it doesn't make a huge difference in your bank account. That's all. Yeah, it's just a lot of them are really, when I send it over, they, the most, the most asked question is, you know, why is the earnest so low, you know, so I like, I think 500 is a good, I mean, if they want to, if they want to put it higher than whatever, but I know that 
it's a good deal. So I'm going to be able to sell it. So I'm really not too worried about it. Sure, man. I mean, if you're comfortable with it, uh, that's all cool, dude. Now, um, Carter, man, any, okay, man. So for those that are starting out, man, that's trying to get their first deal. Yeah. What are your tips and advice to them, bro? Yeah. So kind of like I said earlier, um, it's really just don't dissect yourself too much into YouTube university and all that type of stuff. I mean, it's great. You no, know, like that's where I started, but don't, what I'm saying is don't waste so much time in that, you know, so fine, watch a video and then go take some action. You know what I mean, it's all about really like picking up the phone and going at it. Um, so, and another big thing is staying consistent. I mean, each and every day, if you can pick up the phone for 30 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, um, you know, your pipeline will keep building up and you're going to be able to do some deals. So it's just like, go take action and stay consistent. And this business is awesome. I swear it's going to be worth it. I love it. Everyone <laughs> loves it. Awesome, man. So Carter, let me ask you, so how is your, um, so what list are you focused on now that you have closed four deals? Yeah. So pre-foreclosure list was my first, uh-huh. um, Prescott multifamily. Okay. Was my second. My third was a big list. It was about 3,000 addresses. Um, absentee owner in my county um, with some equity. Um, and I got a deal off that in town here. And then I'm just pulled the uh, uh, owner occupied with equity that's owned it for a while, you know, little older bill. Yep. That's about another 3,000 addresses that I'm about to call starting now. So, yeah, I mean, it's. My problem is, I think it's, I don't have a problem calling. It's just, I need to always have those addresses to call, you know? So I always got to be filling it up. So I just never run out. And I think um, I'm, I'm learning everything. So I think that won't be a problem. I'll just be able to pound the phones every day and just try to focus on getting more deals. My focus on getting that money, man. That money, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so now, um, so besides cold calling, I, I, I know you mentioned you did a little bit uh, text messaging too, right? Yeah, so I just kind of started that. I, I use the batchleads.io for texting. Yep. Uh, it make it really simple. I can put my list into there. And um, I think I send, I think my, my goal, I think I send like for this new address, or that new bunch of addresses, I'll send like maybe 200 texts a day. Um, so when I'm calling, I can just kind of follow up with them um, while I'm calling. So I can just click it and I'll send it to them. And um, yeah, I like texting a lot too because you know, if you can't go through the front door, you can go through the window. And I think that's a lot, you know, kind of with the texting. So I like uh, that, bro. it's, uh, it's another great way to reach them. You know, if they're not answering that day, they'll might get a text to their phone. Um, and then tech and then Colin's a good one. If it's just like a landline or, you know, stuff like that. So it's just another form to reach the list and it's not spendy at all, you know, so it's really nice. Nice. So <clears throat> just for those of you who didn't grab that. So Carter, what he used is he used a uh, batch lead code WTM. What you're yeah. gonna get is you're gonna get like uh, I think it's like a dollars and a uh, dollars uh, for X amount or so you get 500 free text messages. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and, and I think your first month or so that they only charge you like a buck or something like. So if you want to use the pro, people get a hold of you and get in contact with you, bro. Yeah. So you guys can go follow me on Instagram, message me on Instagram, Facebook. Um, it's Carter underscore libis uh, c-a-r-t-e-r underscore l-i-b-i-s or or just carter libis it'll pop up but yeah I'd, um 
I'd love to answer you guys' questions and, you know, kind of help you guys out along the way. So Instagram, Facebook Messenger, Facebook, whatever. You have a TikTok, bro? I do not have a TikTok. <laughs> All right, you guys. What's that? I was too addicted to it. I couldn't stop scrolling. <laughs> hey, dude, make sure, make sure, make sure you use, you, make sure you use social media and, and don't let it use you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, I'll make sure I leave uh, Carter links just right below if you just want to hook up and connect with him. Um, so anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this interview. I hope that it add a lot of value to you guys. Hopefully that it most motivates and inspire me. It certainly did for me. We're looking back, you know, I started real estate when I was 27. It took me six months. This guy, you know, he's, turned, he's 18 and he did it within just a couple of months and closed full freaking deal. That's amazing, bro. So I want to say congrats. And I want to say, Carter, thank you so much, man, for taking your time to jump on and do this with me, man. I really appreciate it. No, of course. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You guys, thank you so much for watching. Until next time, take care and ciao. Bye, bro. Thank thanks, you so dude. much. Man. Yeah, thanks, bro.